Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The second part of the Great Spillage Benefit Concert will begin in five minutes. That's four minutes. Better get back to our seats now, Daryl. The show's going to be starting. Aw, Dwayne, I was just going to try to get something going with that usher. She's beautiful. Um, Daryl, I think that girl's not really a girl. What are you talking about? I think that's a guy dressed up like a girl. What do you mean? I think that's what you call one of them transvestibules. You know what, Dwayne? I think you're just plain jealous of me and my way with women. Way with women? You haven't had a date since Juanita Calderon poured hot soup in your pants. That was five and a half years ago. Jealous. That's what you are, Dwayne Brindle. Plain jealous. Come on, let's get back to our seats. Uh Uh-oh. Here comes that usher you like. Can I help you find your seats, gentlemen? You know what? You are sick, fella. What are you talking about? Dressing up like a girl. I am a girl. Ow! Thanks very much, Dwayne. Now see what you've done? <laughs> I knew she was a girl all along. I went out with her last week. I will get even with you, Dwayne, if it's the last thing I do. Come on, let's get our seat. Welcome back to the second part of the concert, ladies and gentlemen. Is everyone having a good time? Look, don't make me come down there. I said, is everyone having a good time? You know, I see a few empty seats down there, and I was worried at first, but I hear there's huge lineups to get into the bathrooms. Apparently, some of you aren't feeling too well. But we're all in this together, so I guess we can move right along. Our first act of this portion of the show is a great group of guys from right here in Monogamy. Uh, You've probably met them when they beat you up at last year's anti-poverty charity Love March. Or possibly when they were busting you over at Helen's House of Hoes, Monogamy's only whorehouse. Ladies and gentlemen, here to introduce the Monogamy Police Department's all-male choir, Rhodes Scholar, Gemini Award winner, and owner of Helen's House of Hoes, please welcome Helen Hermitage. Thank you, Dobby. I wouldn't have survived that first year if it hadn't been for your business. You know, folks, I know music, and I know singing. Uh, I'm sorry, I mean singing. And when I first heard the Monogamy Police Department's all-male choir's rendition of Mark the Hoople's hit song, Sweet Jane, I knew I had entered Nirvana. Speaking of entering Nirvana, she's taking visitors till 9.13 tonight. Anyhow, please put your hands together for a wonderful bunch of guys, the Monogamy Police Department's all-male choir, singing the Irish sea shanty, The Wreck of the Betty Fall. Well, thank you very much, Helen. Folks, we're very glad to be here tonight, despite the way that we're feeling. You see, earlier this week, Officer Sean Daly was killed by a zombie. All right, all right. Now settle down or we may have to come down there and crack a few skulls. That's better. Now, Constable Daly was a pretty lousy cop. That's why he's dead. But he was a magnificent tenor, and he'll be sorely missed. You can join us next week for the funeral when parts of him will be buried at the St. Matthew Church of the Hungry Saint. Fortunately for us, tonight we have an inmate from the penitentiary who's been singing since the day he was sentenced, and he has uh, more or less agreed to fill in for Sean. Now here's Staff Sergeant Michael Brady to lead us in our first song, The Wreck of the Betty Ford. Ready, boys? Ready, boys? 
was a jolly drunk, and when breakfast stood, till I went to the very board. They gave me a shiver, but they said my liver looked like a dustbin door. I was in the haze for the first ten days, and I cursed like a drunken sailor. When I met a gal, she became my pal, and her name is Elizabeth Taylor. Liz Taylor and me, we lived by the sea, in a mansion built for twenty. She couldn't climb stairs, as I better eclairs. And man, could she ever eat plenty. And man, could she ever eat plenty. We did not drink, at least I think, for three years. Praise the Lord. When we got tartrills from Liz's pills, and went back to the Bay Fort. The pills we kicked, but now we are lit by hot cocaine and smack. Call me a cynic, but a petty for clinic is where we'll be headed back. Liz Taylor and me, we live by the sea in a mansion built for twenty. She couldn't climb stairs, cause I fed her eclairs. And man, could she ever eat plenty. And man, could she ever eat plenty. Howdy, folks. Rock hard here. You probably noticed that this episode didn't start with our announcer, Harvey, doing his usual announcer thing. Well, that's because we can't find him. Somebody said they saw a naked man up on the catwalk hugging a light stand, and I figure that might be him. As you may recall, he was talking about dropping acid in last week's show, and if he did, well, he's like 62, you know? He thinks that if he tries to relive his younger years, he'll maybe be able to get back together with his girlfriend, Susan, and... Ah, well, you get the picture. Anyway, things are really rolling along here at the concert. The crowd is beginning to feel the effects of the microbe is being released into the ventilation system, but for some reason it's not acting as fast as the board of directors had hoped. Maybe because most of the audience is either drunk or stoned. Let's see what's happening backstage, where we find a nervous but happy Thaddeus J. Porker pacing back and forth with excitement. Well, Thaddeus J. Parker, here you are. Backstage at the biggest concert you've ever booked. What a night. I think I'll drop in and say hello to some of the show folks. Let them know what a great event this is and how much I appreciate them kicking back half their booking fees. Hey, here's the gingerbread man's dressing room. I'll just go in and wish the boys good luck. Or merd, as they'd like to say for some bizarre reason. Gary, Mike, Brian, how you doing, fellas? Hiya, Mr. Porker. I say, Mr. Porker, we prefer it if you use our stage names here in the dressing room. We consider it good luck. Okay. And all of you show folks are a superstitious bunch. Jefferson, Rochester, Washington. How's that? Thanks, Mr. P. Hey, uh, what are you doing there, Jefferson? Putting on my face paints, Master Porker. Brian, I mean... Jefferson, I thought we all agreed after Memphis that there wasn't going to be any more face painting, particularly of the dark variety. Yeah, but Jefferson's having a hard time with the new rules for the act, Mr. Porker. For God's sakes, Jefferson, the last time you boys did Minstrel, they, they hung Lucky, and he was only 14. That's on account of we opened up with Swanee, Master Porker. Everybody hates that Swanee. 600 enraged audience members don't hang a teenage boy from a bridge for singing the wrong song, fellas. And stop talking like that, will you? Somebody will hear you. God help you if 
Big Blue's fatty gets wind of this. Jefferson will be okay, Mr. Porker. Well, he better be. We didn't spend all that money rebranding you guys as a children's act to have it all come apart at your first gig. We spent ten grand alone changing your name from the fancy corn pone high steppers to the dance of the gingerbread man. Not to mention the half a million bucks we forked out over the anti-defamation lawsuit. Well, I ain't going on. No, sir. What? Tell you what, Mr. Porker. We'll just do one more song from the old act, and that'll be it. That'll suit you okay, Jefferson? I suppose so. How about it, Mr. P? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe just a short one. Uh, then finish it off with the children's songs, okay? With any luck, they won't understand what you're doing until you're almost finished your opener. Now, what song will you do? Beats don't fail me now. That's my favorite. On account, I get to the solo where I does my dancing. Is he okay, Rochester? He sounds kind of weird, even for Jefferson. Yeah, it's all that lead-based face paint, Mr. Porker. We think it's gone to his brain. Oh, yeah, and he just lost his job at the Legion. Oh, my gosh, look at the board. We're on next. Let's go, fellas. But boys, you still got that black face on. No time to take it off now, Mr. P. Uh, we'll have to go on with it. Which is all the Master P. Yeah, okay. Good luck, boys. Good luck not being killed. Shoe fly pie and apple pan down. He makes my eyes light up and my stomach say howdy. All goes chillin'. Let's get ready. I haven't seen an act chased off the stage so fast since the village people played in Iran. I'll say this for monogamy, they know what they hate. You can accuse monogamites of a lot of things. Theft, murder, fraud, embezzlement, arson, assault, perjury, libel, larceny, armed robbery, adultery, bigamy, lettering, blasphemy, and war crimes and such. But all in all, they're a pretty tolerant bunch when it comes to interracial activity. Uh-oh, here comes Dobby Diamond to introduce the next act. You know, folks, I was just wandering around backstage talking to my friends when someone came up to me and said hello. I didn't recognize him at first, which is weird because he's my godfather, but he had an oxygen mask over his face, so I guess that explains it. To be honest, I thought the old guy was dead, but it turns out he's not. He's been kept alive by a team of doctors at Mercy General Hospital, and he wants to sing a song for you tonight. Please welcome my oldest friend and my goomba, the chairman of the board, Mr. Frank Sinatra. Wow, Sam, look, it's Frank Sinatra. Can't be. He'd have to be over a thousand years old. I can tell it's him. Look how handsome he is. Handsome? He can barely stand up. What's that sticking out from under his shirt? God, I lose his hands and someone ordered chicken wings. You know, folks, Bobby's a special kind of guy. And I want to thank him for letting me have this opportunity to share the limelight tonight. God bless you, Bobby. I'd like to sing a song for you now that... It's always a favorite of mine, and one of my biggest hits. I, I did it my way. And now, the end is near. Oh my God, Sam, he's dead. You gotta hand it to him, though. The man knows how to stop a show. It's okay, folks. We sort of anticipated this. It's all under control. Frankie will be back after a short break. Ben looks dead there, Dobby. Hey, that's what they said about Dean Martin. He's dead, too. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all very sad, but don't let it bring you down. 
I know we've lost someone very special, and it's really an awful moment. I, I mean, one of the greatest performers of all time has been struck down right in front of us under horrible circumstances. I know we all feel sick to our stomachs about it, and we'd probably rather be anywhere right now but here. So what better time to bring out our next act, Illustrated Men! Good evening, monogamy! So, uh, here's how our show works. We take suggestions from you folks, uh, write them down on the big board, and then basically ignore them. Yeah, here's a suggestion. Go home. Dave, uh, what suggestions do we want to ask these uh, fine folks of monogamy? Uh, something you'd find in an attic. You! Take it from the roof! You know, we didn't have to come here tonight. Now you tell us! Go back in Toronto, you sack! <laughs> you know, I, I think you're all getting carried away, folks. Are you people all lawyers? Because our worst shows have been for lawyers. I wish I was a lawyer, then I could sue you for murdering comedy. We want kids in the hall, they're way funnier. Or the frantics, even. Frantics, frantics, frantics. Okay, you, you know what? Fuck you, we're not going to perform tonight. Wow, our first standing ovation. Good night, everybody! Good night! Illustrated man, everybody. Rock hard here. Boy, the crowd sure hated those guys. And they haven't even seen their act. Mind you, neither has anyone else. I guess audiences in the North can be pretty tough. Uh Uh-oh. There's Britney Spears backstage, and she looks pretty steamed. Parboiled, even. Excuse me, Mr. Stage Manager? But I thought you said I was going to go on in the second act right after the gingerbread man? Gee, that's right, Britney. But we had to bump you when Frank Sinatra wanted to go on. You wouldn't have wanted us to say no to Frankie, would you? I guess not. What is it that you do again? I'm a singer and a dancer and an actress. Seriously? Yes, like Madonna. Oh, Madonna. Yeah, I know her. She was here just a minute ago. She was? Yeah, she was picking up the comic, Jesus H. Christ, to drive him to his next gig. What are you talking about? Well, she said she was his mother. Look, you better get me on soon or I'm leaving. Really? No. I didn't think so. Look, sister, after the next intermission, you're on for sure, okay? As a matter of fact, we'll put you on right before the big finale. Save the best for last, right? Really? Yeah. All right. I better go warm up. Yeah, you do that. So, Ella, enjoyed the show? I was until the puppy juggler. He was amazing. What are you talking about? Those puppies couldn't have been real. Of course they were. You heard the howl they made when he lit them on fire. Well, it seems so unreal. That's what entertainment's all about, Ella. Presenting real things in an unreal way, you know, like the news. Um, okay. I have to say, it's great having you home, Ella. Nice of the army to give you some time off before you're shipped out to the honorable but certain death. Yeah, they've been so accommodating. Free beer, group massages. Wait, what did you just say? Oh, I can't remember. That was ages ago. Couldn't have been that important. You know, you look pretty smart in your uniform. When I see you there, all dressed up with those sergeant stripes and all, something strange stirs within me. I... I haven't had this feeling since climbing rope in gym class. Look, Sam, the program says that the next act is some excerpts from that Broadway hit, The Vagina Homilies. I heard it's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, next we have the touring company from the famous show, The Vagina Homilies, currently enjoying an almost sold-out run at Monogamy's Golden Lung Theater. Of course, almost sold out in a theater that only holds 18 people is not that exciting. Still, they're here and they're filling time, so please welcome them as best as you can. 
first time I was aware of my vagina was when my brother taught me the game Hide the Button. The first time I was aware I had a vagina was when we got a dog. The first time I was aware I had a vagina is when I woke up in a hospital and realized the operation was a success. My vagina is powerful. My vagina will rule the world. My vagina smells like Kensington Market. I have many names for my vagina. Rosebud, Kitty Cat, Little Miss Muffin. Mona, Lappy the Clown, the Baby Baby. Baby Balls, The Matrix, The Reason I Lost My Job. Petunia, Carl Sagan, Oprah, Sneezy, Madam Tutu, Lippy, The Buttermaker, The Spring Dragon, Dr. Chow, Fish Princess, Randy Newman, The Mosh Pit, Cher, The Creep Madden, Miss Piggy, Wow, who knew there'd be so many names for a vagina? Yeah, I guess, but I don't really get it. Maybe it would have worked better if I understood the context. You mean as a whole play? No, I mean, I might understand it better if I knew what a vagina was. Sam, you know what a vagina is. Um, it's the place where babies come out of. Oh, the pink saddle. Gotcha. Forrest Gump. It's time. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> we gotta go see the show, Ella. You know, folks, we've seen a lot of legends on this stage tonight, but right now you're going to see definitely the biggest legend this town has ever seen, and I mean the biggest. Here he is playing his famous red-painted sunburst Gibson guitar that for some unknown reason he refers to as his tuba. At least we think that's what he's saying. Please welcome Monogamy's own Big Blues Fatty! Everybody's in jail on the wrong glory. I tell them that. And Lord, deep this is never bad. Don't mind. See about heaven. Now see those red ones. See about that. See about tons of alpha wine. Man, whoa. Don't be so bothered. Cause it's a bossy. I can't understand what you're saying, man. Well, there's Baldwin right now. Yeah, that's right. No one can understand the words to the song. You, you, you're mumbling. Mumbling, man. Yeah, you're, you're mumbling. Mumbling, man. Mumbling, mumbling, Yeah, I know you're sad because of the war, but... Because over there, I've seen back with the mumbling, I suppose. No, there's no more carrots in the refrigerator. Pull that out. Pull out. I've seen my own rosy, man. Okay, okay. All right, let's take it from the top, boys. And one, two... Oh, damn, Brad, he's on all the clean damn red. Oh, yeah, I was born loud. I said, I had a red eye. It's on red all red. Well, yeah, what's up, though? We, we really? still can't understand what you're saying. What's well, anyone bothering with me? Yeah, I know you had to go to the cottage. Look, can't you just say words like normal people? Like the word cat. Yeah, try that. Try say say cat. Brat. No, cat. The brat. C A T. Cat. C the rat. Cat. You know, like soft, 
warm, fuzzy. Pussy! Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think he's got it, boys. Two, three, four. There's a train and it's coming on down the track. Yeah, it's got my cat and my cat's on the train and I haven't seen him in a long time. No way, gonna bring my cat back. Gonna take it for a walk and feed it all night. Yeah, yeah, my cat, my, my pussy. Oh yeah, kill it, kitty. Oh yeah, oh yeah, got it. Yeah, there's meow. Yeah. <coughs> Big Blue Sally, ladies and gentlemen, with the cat song. Well, I see the lineups for the bathrooms are getting longer and longer, so maybe this is the right time to call another intermission so hundreds more of you can go and stand in them. <laughs> but seriously, folks, go get some relief, and in one week... I mean, 20 minutes, we'll all meet back here for some great entertainment. Coming up in the last portion of the show, Shakespearean actor Sir Rodney Wanker, the amazing mentalist Rigatoni Tortellini, and the Monogamy Workers Choir and more. See you then! Well, sorry I missed my cue at the top of the episode, everybody, but I couldn't find my pants. Not that it would have mattered to you, because you can't see me, but I just don't feel right announcing things in my underwear. At any rate, as you can tell, I'm back to my normal self. An aging, lonely vampire announcer. I tell you something, you might as well say no to drugs if they're going to be as lousy as the ones I was on. I mean, it's only been an hour and I'm totally straight. Strange, though, I don't remember the concert being held on this mountain. And where is everybody? Is it over? No, it can't be. Wow, <laughs> look at that, a glowing mirror with an image of an electric zebra in it. No, wait, it's, it's a mirror, so that must be me. I'm... oh, oh shit. It's going to say something. Line 